This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, it's Michael and Bryce and Riley. And if you're listening to today's episode, there will be a video version of this episode you're listening to up on our Patreon, BCC, The Other Side, which you can subscribe to at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club, just like the people that we're about to thank, because it's time for Patreon shoutouts. That's right. If you Woo. sign up for the show, we will thank you on the air like we're about to do right now do you like the song i sing to you <laughs> as i yes, scroll do. back down the list here we go you boys ready listeners yeah. are you ready buckle up <clears throat> stick around for a second uh jeremy aylesworth thank you victoria valez thank you monica gallagher thanks monica emily thank you chris strayer Thanks, Chris. Angela McBride. Thank you, Angela. Brian Baldwin. Thank you. Christine. Thank you. Benjamin Mathias. Thank you. Susie. Thanks, Susie. Jake Ellington. Thank you, Jake. Stuart Long. Thank you. Dave. Thanks, Dave. Solo. Oh, as in Solo, a Star Wars story? The movie Solo thanked us? Thank you. I mean, subscribe to us. Thank you. Well, thank you, Solo. Thank you, Solo. Uh, Stephanie Erickson. Thank you, Stephanie. Rocky. Thank you. Amy Oler. Thank you. Jason Fitchko. Thank you. Deborah H. Thanks, Deborah. Alex Opapari. Thanks, Alex. Robert Spencer. Thank you. Danielle Littleton. Thank you. Gordon Steinberg. Thanks, Gordon. Casey. Thank you, Casey. Karen A. Thanks, Karen. Steve Giles. Thanks, Steve. Courtney Stoddard. Thank you. Joel Kent. Thank you. Stephen Operock. Thank you, Stephen. Megan Hindman. Thank you. Alexander McKenzie. Thank you. Are you part of the House McKenzie, an Outlander? I'm in a real, I'm still on Outlander, guys. <laughs> loving that Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Bloom. Thanks, Angela. Or Blum. Either way. Thank you both. Uh, Jacob Stein. Thanks, Jacob. Jess, big deal. Thanks, Jess. It's a big deal that you subscribe to patreon.com slash Collectors Club, the other side. Uh, Matt Butler. Thanks, Matt. Daniel Sink. Thank you. Will Bailey. Welcome back, Will. All right, Thanks, Will. Will. Mark Wilson. Thank you. Chris Cernos. Thank you. Matthias Martinez. Thank you. Bob Midas. Thank you, Bob. James Harp. Thanks, James. Dylan Weaver. Thanks, Dylan. And Jennifer Soltero. All of you have joined you, Patreon Jennifer. since our last L Files episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, 
we're going to talk about it in this episode. That's all you need to know. Sign up. Bigfoot Collectors Club slash Patreon.com. Now it's time for the show. It's Bigfoot Collectors Club with Bryce and Michael. <laughs> I know a ghost story or two. All right. Let's do do this. (laughs) Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bigfoot Collectors Club. Why do I keep calling it the Bigfoot Collectors Club lately? It's just Bigfoot Collectors Club. I've been mad about this with other people, and now I'm getting mad at myself. It doesn't matter. It's your favorite podcast, Bigfoot Collectors Club. Welcome back. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host, Bryce Johnson. <laughs> and our super producer, Riley Bray. Oh, God. All right. Dick. <laughs> Trying to make me look even worse than I do. Whenever uh, you know, Whenever we do our Instagram photos, Riley always goes third and gets the best on both of us. He always... <laughs> It's it's like it's like Price is Right rules. Like when you get to like bet on the gallery third, you're always gonna like you're always gonna have an advantage because you know how everybody else bid. That's definitely yeah, but- my strategy. That and having Grace to do all my photos and help me stage them. <laughs> well, right, you right. you just blew my perfect segue, Riley. Because I was gonna say the secret ingredient to all of those photos is actually the guest that we have with us tonight, Radiant <laughs> uh, Musical. Uh, it's got a wonderful foot- photographic eye. Uh, guys, she's an unofficial member. I mean, I would say official member of the clubhouse. Come on, let's sure. be honest. Give her the club card. Recurring, uh, she, recurring yeah, series re- regular. Recurring, yeah. She's like, a, she's a seven out of ten, as the business would say. You're a ten out of ten. You're a ten, Grace. But like, you're you're recurring in <laughs> seven on. out of ten episodes. <laughs> yeah, is what I mean. That's yeah. what they call it. <laughs> Heavily recurring. All right. Uh, Everybody, please welcome back uh, music artist with the song of the summer, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Club Scouts of all timelines, it's Grace Mitchell back in the clubhouse. Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, Thank you for that amazing intro. Holy smokes. Grace, your song Mango has been stuck in my head for about two months now. Because yeah, I got totally. a little sneak peek before it, you know, it came out. Yeah, so right. You did. I, w- I was singing it all to myself all the time, and now I still am. Oh man, that means a lot. That is really special to me. Thank you. I got the the kids know the lyrics now. That's how I've no, been playing it too. Yeah, so no, sweet. yeah. They they're they're singing along to it, so it's official. Cool oh, really Love that little trader. That's Wait till you guys yeah. see the live acoustic version that we just finished editing right before we came uh, on to this. We no. just finished it. Uh, Riley amazing. and I are there's the a, dynamic there's a duo. No way. Yeah. A oh. flugelhorn. Why aren't we why aren't we doing <laughs> wow. the live show? Wait a minute. Why aren't we doing the live the live performance here on the podcast? Right, right. Yeah, here. right. Yeah, totally. Uh Bryce can play drums, you can play flugel, <laughs> and then Riley plays trumpet. Great. Yeah. I love it. Uh, did you actually set fire to your oven making the video for those? Do you know what's crazy is that, okay, I need to clear this up. I need to make a PSA. I did not light my oven on fire. And, like, <laughs> you're a Hollywood actor. You're a Hollywood actor. Riley is a Hollywood actor. 
I don't understand how people think they actually lit my oven on fire. It's special effects, baby. We're living yeah. in Hollywood. I don't it looks get it. very real. That's why. Everyone was like, did you actually like, was your, is your oven okay? Like, was it actually smoking? And I was like, no, it's a smoke machine. And it's just a incense lighter that like glows that we put inside the, the uh, oven. Are you it's crazy actually, to me how you many actually, people think. A witch that smashes mangoes now? Are you are you a practice <laughs> they, practitioner of the true. dark yeah. arts? Yeah. Yes, Definitely. I am actually doing witchcraft with mangoes. Yes, that is true. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. You would be shocked to find out how many people have asked me if I actually lit my oven on fire. <laughs> Has anyone asked you, Riley, if they've seen the video? Uh, no. Because Riley directed the video. I don't know if everyone knows that, but director Riley. Yeah, amazing amazing the first uh, of many listen yeah. music videos that riley's directing are a little bit of a sore subject here on the in the, on the podcast because we still owe our listeners a video that we started oh, about yeah, a, a year point. ago oh, that's a good point <laughs> well you know <laughs> summer's coming around boys and uh you know might be time Just- yeah, just pause yeah. it like this. He's been practicing so to get yeah. ours super good. So. I wasn't ready yet. I had to do like a kung fu montage first of like right. editing, yeah. and then now I can make our video. You had to train with the ascended masters in order mm-hmm. to. He had exactly. to get his skill yeah. level. Yeah, up there. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, everybody should check out Mango and the video directed by Riley. It is honestly a great song. I love it. Uh, so go do that, stupid people. Um, okay, <laughs> before before we get into your listener files today with Grace Mitchell, we have a little bit of Clubhouse biz. Uh, Grace, if you'll indulge us, um, I want to reach out to everybody, uh, uh, who's supporting the show and say thank you. Um, if you want to support the show, there are now numerous ways you can do it. Okay, first of all, easy and 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 so fun. Go to we our campfire.media click the shop button and get yourself some of that sweet sweet new merch that we have in our shops guys we're about to drop like three t-shirts on your heads all right we had Derek cole's uh bigfoot clubhouse last week we've got a new shirt that should be announced today i'm just not announcing it just in case it's not ready yet but check instagram it's another one for summer fun i can't wait to share it with you guys and then next week uh we're gonna have a very special t-shirt debuting here on the show so get ready guys we are giving you all the summer merch you need you can go to wearecampfire.media click to shop or guys guess what I built a little link tree in our Twitter and our Instagram. You are so proud of that link tree. Oh, so baby. modern. <laughs> so hip. Yeah. Look I at spent you. A Sunday wow. morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michael goes, and, and then look, and it was free too to do it. And then like five minutes later, he's like, I went with the pro. I just, I, I, I went ahead and upgraded. <laughs> we need really it. We, did, we, need we can't pro, afford guys. to get it, really, when you think about it. Uh, so if you click the link in our bio on Instagram or Twitter, it's gonna it's gonna spit you out to all the BCC portals. Okay, you can shop all the merch through there, and you can also sign up to BCC the other side, which is another way you can support the show for five bucks a month. You get three to five bonus episodes every month, including a video version of the episode that you're listening to right now. Yeah, what crazy deal, you guys! Guys, what kind of stuff are we doing over there? Uh, oh my god all kinds well, of stuff movie uh, clubs how about a bigfoot clubs. movie club yes yeah uh, out there's 
out there episodes, uh, conversations on esoteric topics with with us and occasional guests. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, post episode like, hangouts with guests, like uh, extra stuff where we like really get into all the stuff that we couldn't get into in the show. That's exactly. my new favorite thing. I've been really digging those. I, I, I like that because we get in sort of like uh, it's like a green room discussion, and I, I I've been digging those. Yeah, uh, exactly. We've got Bryce's secret stash segments where we watch paranormal videos that Bryce keeps mm-hmm. in a dark corner of his hard drive. Yeah. Um, we've got additional stories of high strangeness that we, we won't do here on the show. They're exclusive to the other side and much, much more, more Riley. You guys love Riley. Come on. I, oh, great. you guys, I, you <laughs> know, the great. alien meditation. So there was an alien meditation track, right? That we did way back when mm-hmm. a listener reached out to me and told me that he happened to find that right after he got his vaccine. And so he was all like tripped out and he listened to it and he made contact in his Shut mind up. with an alien. And oh my uh, God. I don't want to mince words That's here. Bad. So let me see what he said. He uh, oh he DM'd me about it. And while Riley finds that, I got I it. To say, Sorry. Oh, you say it, though. Okay. Say your, I was means. just going to say that uh, more reason to subscribe to the Patreon. Bryce's secret stash last week mm. made me believe in ghosts. Like, oh, right. actually, okay, good. yeah, because I'm not a ghost person. I don't, oh, wow. I don't mess with ghosts at yeah. all. Right, and that one um, with the hotel room, yeah, horrifying. You, that, but you won't find out if you don't subscribe to the Patreon. So you better amen. do that. This that is what he said. Crazy. The cats were scariest. For okay, me. what did they say? Sorry, I so, cut you off. No, I know. I love that you cut me off to help sell our Patreon. That's, <laughs> that's how we're, we're, <laughs> to whore out your Patreon. Keep it coming. Keep it going. <laughs> and I okay, love that so, the people who subscribe to the Patreon are just watching us plug the Patreon. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Joy, and we, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, he said, "This is what he said to the aliens when he uh, he saw them." He said, "I'm back on Earth in bed. I'm just letting you know. Many of us, like me, are really kind, but some of us are hostile. So please be careful when you come." So wow. we help deliver that wow. message to the aliens. Also, and the aliens are like, "Let's just get rid of all of them." <laughs> like, I don't. Safe. I don't know. They're yeah. like, "How hostile per se?" <laughs> Define hostile. <laughs> Yeah. So um, if you subscribe to the Patreon, maybe you could talk to aliens is the longest and, part of it. That's exactly. so cool. And if you're if you're weird and uh want to make a contribution but don't want extra episodes every month, you can now drop a few coins in the old Bigfoot tip jar over at buymeacoffee.com. The link for that is also in our link tree, so check that out. And then finally, if you want to support the show for free, just for free. Please take a quick minute and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we might read it on the air, just like this one. And this is perfect for today because it's actually a uh, it's a Trojan Horse Elf Files written in a five-star review. This comes from <laughs> Miss Chenandler mm. Bong, who says, Excited to be a Club Scout. Five stars. This podcast is the greatest. Bryce, Michael, and Riley are hilarious, and the stories are always amazing. I love their discussions and always end up laughing. I could listen to Bryce explain infinity forever. That's an old segment that we haven't done for a while. We <laughs> might need to close out close out with that today for this as a thank you for this five star review. Miss um, uh, Chenandler Bond goes on. Today, the high strangeness got even stranger when I was listening to the episode with Tom Higginson of the Plain White Tees, amazing guest, and the Crazy. podcast stopped playing when I opened a new page in the in Safari, stupid iPhone. I hit play in the control center to start the podcast up again, but instead, my phone started playing Hey There, Delilah. 
Ah, oh. that's Even some high strangeness. Or Even AI weirder. spying, either way. Yeah, yeah. sounds Which a little... Is, <laughs> also strange. A little bit spying. <laughs> even weirder, I haven't even downloaded the song to my phone. It's in iCloud, but I'm always deleting things to make space, LOL. It's possible, just like me, it's possible the iPhone could just be a smart or really good at spying on me, but I'm going to choose to believe it was an amazing synchronicity and a message from the universe saying it agrees these guys are the best. Oh boy, oh boy! Aww. Thank you so Aww, much. For thank that. you, Chandler Chandler Bong. I Chandler love that name. That's great. And you don't even <laughs> have to make it that elaborate. Uh, just just give us one sentence why you love the show. Five stars. And guys, I'm going to tell you what. And the boys don't know about this. Grace, you're here as a witness. Okay. I'm going to make a proclamation. Okay. What? You guys ready for this? Yeah. We have currently on Apple Podcasts 641 reviews. That's amazing. Okay. Wow. If we can get to 1,000, I'm going to make our listeners the promise here, right here now, that we will record the BCC Jet Ski Special. But we're not going to do it (laughs) unless we get at least 1,000 reviews on Apple Podcasts. I want to get on a jet ski so bad. Let's get Bryce on that jet ski, people. I've never been on a jet ski. I've never been on a jet ski. Criminal. Criminal. You will be there. And I will inevitably be there. So, yes. Get Bryce on a jet ski. Get us to one thousand reviews on apple podcast please and we'll make it happen all right i love it michael oh that's my not God. so hard no for it's easy to just do come on it's yeah. so like easy 419 to go we can do this yeah. so easy i will jet ski nude no this is good actually look, <laughs> all in here's no wait a minute no 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 here's here i got a new deal for the listeners one thousand, uh, one thousand reviews on Apple five star reviews. Uh, well, just one thousand reviews, but make them five stars on Apple Podcasts, and we will put Bryce on a jet ski for the Jets BCC jet ski special. One thousand Patreons, and Bryce will ride that jet ski naked, and we will make that an exclusive video on oh BCC the other side. I think this qualifies. Oh I think you need to put that on like OnlyFans. That's like a different uh, platform there. We will shoot a video of Bryce riding a jet ski naked if we get 1,000 Patreons. Uh, That is a guarantee. You have my word. (laughs) That's a guarantee. (laughs) All right. It's the thousand for thousand for Bryce on a jet ski deal, guys. All right, let's. Damn. I love that you cl- we, none of this was pre-discussed. That's the best. No. Thing. We <laughs> just commit Bryce, right in the air. Bryce is like, I'm doing what? Huh? Yeah. He, uh, he volunteered. I'm in. I'm in. Fuck it. He volunteered. Let's go. All right, we'll oh, do man. it. That's good. One thousand okay. patrons. Bryce is naked on a jet ski. One thousand Apple right. Podcast mm. BCC jet ski special happens. Now here's the thing: one really can't happen without the other. I guess it could. I guess we could just shoot a video of Bryce naked on a jet ski and post it on the Patreon if we get 1,000. But uh, there may not be a special to go along with it. It might just be a video of that. <laughs> that might just end up being just, just like a random video. Yeah, yeah, hey, you know, whatever. All right, guys, we love you guys. Uh, summer's coming up. It's up to you guys. Get it done. All right, here we go. Let's get into this episode. Grace, thanks for being here. Bryce, uh, we have uh, uh, Riley, get ready because we have some. CC news. That's right. 
You know, guys, UFOs are back in the public forum like never before. Louis Elizondo was on 60 Minutes. Uh, President, Former President Barack Obama was on James Corden's show late night with uh, – with, uh, is it late night, right? That's how I yeah, say it? Yeah, James Corden. Yeah. Yeah, that's Corbin? exactly right. Gordon. I, I, yeah. <clears throat> and they, he was uh, asked about UFOs, and uh, I love what he said. I think, uh, you know, this is sort of the – we've heard presidents talk about UFOs before, and usually they they use a sort of a very jokingly manner, and, uh, and they're always very coded in their language. But I'll read the article. Uh, Obama on UFO videos. We don't know exactly what they are, end quote. Uh, the Navy has for years confirmed the legitimacy of videos from jet fighters that tracked unidentified objects. Former President Barack Obama on Monday offered a blunt assessment of the videos, unidentified aerial phenomenon that have continued to gain attention in the United States. Quote, what is true, and I'm actually being serious here, is that there is footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are, he said. Obama's comments added the growing legitimacy of the reports of the well, unidentified we phenomenon. don't know what they are. Uh, uh, I don't know what true. they are. Yeah, uh, I was like, uh, I, I'm like, I'm just half committed. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there were hints. Yeah. It, was, it was just, a, it, was it was subtle. Was I nice. just want to do a flavor. Yeah, uh, and the government's awareness of them at high levels. Appearing on the Late Show with James Corden on CBS, Obama offered some levity on the question of aliens and his personal curiosity before assuming a more serious demeanor. We can't explain how they move their trajectory, he said. They do not have an easily explainable pattern. And so I think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. The U.S. Navy has for years confirmed the legitimacy of videos from jet fighters that tracked unidentified objects, some of which moved in ways that aeronautic experts have struggled to explain. An upcoming Pentagon report combined with a newly leaked video a 60-minute segment, and a feature in The New Yorker have reinvigorated interest in the videos. The new video recorded by Navy aircraft in July 2019 shows a spherical object flying not far above the ocean before it dives into the water. It's splashed, military personnel say on the video. Uh, the topic has drawn the attention of some senators who are calling for deeper investigation into the phenomena, like Senator Marco Rubio from Florida. And I'm going to stop reading there, but... Um, you were like one <laughs> sentence away from the end of the article, but that's fine. Like, yeah, Marco Rubio. It's my you know. thing. It's my thing. So I want to give it to him. We all dry up know, after hearing the name Marco Rubio, right? Well, hey. yeah. Hey, I love it when I do politics on the show. Thank you very you know, much. Speaking of, uh, you know, so there's supposed to be a big document. Uh, let's see. You know, in, in, in Trump's stimulus bill, he included uh, – this sort of UFO package that would be dispersed publicly through the FBI, CIA, and the DOD and Pentagon. So it was it was just just this wild move in some five thousand pages of stimulus bill. But it had UFO enthusiasts sort of back on their heels, going, "Wait, what?" So by the end of June, you know, the DOD is supposed to disperse all their classified, unclassified documents on. Anything they have on UFOs is supposed to be dispersed to the public. So it's a it's it's a really big time for UFOs right now. And and I was going to say, speaking of Senator Marco Rubio, he just had a uh, an article in the news lately that said, you know, that might have to be delayed. So it looks like there's some stymieing on the on the DOD yeah. part. Uh, so I don't know. I know a lot of people are really excited. Some people are, you know, uh, claiming that ringing that disclosure bell again. But at me, I'm just sort of just like, we'll, we'll see when it happens, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I loved Obama's basically like saying, 
and this has always been my, you know, feelings on what the government knows is we know they're there. We don't know what they are. We don't know where they come from. We don't know how they do what they do. I think that's the key takeaway. Yeah. Grace. So you're, you're hmm. the only one of us who's gotten an up close look at one of these things. Grace Mitchell, tell us what are your feelings about uh disclosure yeah. disclosure in summer of 2021. Um, well, t- to what Gri- uh, Bryce was saying, I almost said Grice. Um, Grace. What Bryce was saying, I um, am stoked that all this like stuff is coming out about UFOs and people are confirming it. Um, I feel like the government does know what they are, mm. though. Riley and I have had discussions about it because, like, um, I don't know. I I feel I feel like there's some. Inter- I don't know. I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like there's no. some intergovernment alien. Um, something, some sort of trade-off going on. I know that sounds insane, but I really do feel like the government does know what they are, and I think the government is trying to reverse engineer them. That's just a personal opinion. It oh. has based on absolutely no fact. Um, like, the best well, opinions are totally, really, but that Grace, totally that's just a, my instinct. That's a very popular theory. I mean, that's what yeah. the whole back. That's like the whole mythology of X Files, and that's from yeah, the nineties. Right, like, right, right. That's a very popular thing, and so a lot of people are into that. Um, and I'm sure they know more than obviously anyone would let on or what we do. But and right. here's the other thing. I also think that presidents aren't told everything because they're not, not in office very long. No, so, totally. Yeah. I don't think that the president I think that Barack Obama probably doesn't know what they are. No. But I think that the DOD knows what they are. Sure. Well, and, and you know, as, I, I think yeah. they know they exist and they might even have some of yeah. it recovered. I'm just not sure they're like it's 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 the uh Pleiadians built this craft and the right, Greys right, built right. this craft. I don't know right. if it's I think that's a little bit of fanboy uh speculation baked mm-hmm. into, you know, well, uh, I just I just want to add here stuff, that but, even though yeah. by law they're dispo- they're supposed to disperse these classified and unclassified documents on the UFO topic, anything related, as we discussed in our three part Roswell series, uh, you know, there were there was some agency, some dark agency that come in and that came in and basically took all those boxes and those files, mm. and God mm. knows where they went. So you can't release files that are that are hidden away somewhere. I love you know when what Bryce I mean? starts to sound like he's given the Sunday sermon. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you get yeah. you get and when Bryce you got those UFO. documents, you just can't do it. And so that's what I'm trying to bullets. say. <laughs> Only God above knows where these documents were taken. I do think though, yeah, I think we'll get some more and more of this stuff. I think it's I I just don't think we're ever gonna get a hardcore like here they are. Here's what they look like, and mm. here's what the, here's what planet they're from. I don't. Yeah. I, I hold my breath just, for that. I don't know. I, yeah. I still. I think we will. I don't know. I hope so. That'd be great. I I just think that the I think that the drastic difference between us and aliens is almost too much for our minds to cop- comprehend. Yeah. I I think it would be like try if like a goldfish trying to explain what humans are and what reality looks like uh, above the surface of water. I think it's so wild. You know what I mean? At least that's where I'm playing now. You never know. You never know what's going to be released as we look for uh, in our stories of high strangeness, details and oddities that people normally miss. So, you know, UFO enthusiasts are going to be combing through uh, those documents and 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 who knows maybe you might find a little easter eggs here and there and some real gems you know some yeah. some interesting and also information more, so more conspiracy because half of them will be heavily 
redacted. Anyway, oh my god, so. yeah, that's that's exactly right. Just because they're released doesn't mean that they have to be released unredacted. So remember Stan Friedman when he showed yes, those I was just about to Roswell. Say, this is- mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing was blacked out. Well, I mean, you could yeah. maybe read a sense or two on an well, entire page of text. Well, this, this gets me excited. Is this is ultimately going to lead to the next Stanton Friedman? Some like chubby astrophysicist with like a beard is going to come out and become the new for you know the 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 new gospel uh of uh singing the new gospel of of ufo disclosure so i'm wow. excited about that this is just gonna bring us a new stanton friedman and that's exciting because we need to need, yeah. need one um okay here we go guys let's get into your l files these are listener stories submitted to us at bigfootcollectorsclubgmail.com from listeners if you have a personal paranormal history or story of high strangeness that happened to you that you cannot explain, write to us there, BigfootCollectorsClub at gmail.com, and uh, it might be featured on the show. Why don't we kick off the mailbag with, uh, I know I've been doing a lot of talking, but this is a really special letter that came in that I wanted to kick things off with. Great. and I, I think this is a really touching letter. Um, not so much high strangeness, but um, I just thought it was a, re- a really lovely letter to share. And and the listener said it was cool if we if we shared this. Um, Hi, Bryce, Michael, and Riley, and Grace. Uh, I'm sitting here writing to you, watching Patient Seventeen. Yikes! Oh yeah. That's, of course, the uh, documentary by Jeremy Corbell, also doing a lot of breaking news work on the UFO stuff. Um, I'm actually writing to share something deeply painful, but also to give thanks to the universe for the moment of synchronicity listening to the other side. Today marks a month since my dad died. He had a cardiac arrest at home, and thankfully, after a few years of poor health and a bit of struggle dealing with it, it was a swift and relatively pain-free transition for him. Dad lived with my stepmom and my half-brother about three hours away from my home. I was traveling back two weeks after Dad died for my brother's birthday. He was turning 16, and we were, until all of this happened, planning to do a bunch of stuff. I listen to your podcast all the time, and as a fairly recent uh, Other Side subscriber, I had a lot to catch up on. I stick the podcast on even uh, when I drive and let it do its thing. I had about 45 minutes of the journey as the episode Reflections on Death came on, and I, it honestly took my it took me by so by surprise uh, it took me so by surprise to hear Bryce say it will come as a surprise to you hear a surprise to you to hear my father passed away two weeks ago. I had to pull over and listen and sob a little too, Bryce. Your reflection felt like it was recorded for me in that moment. The timing was perfect, and your deeply reverent exploration of what might come next when we cross over was so helpful for me as I dealt with the overwhelming pain in my own grief. If I'm honest, I'm not dealing particularly well with my dad's death, but I've listened to the podcast a couple times since, and it helps to hear the observations of an individual dealing with the same feelings, albeit two years prior. So just to say thank you for the candid reflection, but also for listening to your gut and recording it. I don't think my chaotic thoughts would be as orderly had our lives not crossed into the other side a couple weeks ago. Thank you, Keith. Oh, that's great. Wow. 
I'm I just thought that was really lovely, um, Bryce, and also uh, Keith. We love you, man. Hang in yeah, there. Yeah, sorry to hear about your uh, the passing of your father. Yeah, that's yeah. tough, man. We'll we'll all be there someday. Uh, that means a lot. Thank you, man. I remember <laughs> when we recorded that episode. That was I. Yeah, I still think about my dad all the time, and and uh, thank you for that wonderful, lovely message, man. That means a lot. Yeah, and as someone, I you know we've all dealt with grief in our own ways and uh, for over uh, things. I know it's really hard right now, but it will, it does get better. So uh, lean. Uh, my advice is lean into it. There's no mm. way uh, around it, but through it. So uh, just just dig in, get through the grief, and you will eventually get on the other side. So we're sorry about your loss, uh, and thank you for listening to the show and 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 hang in there. That's all. Yeah. Thanks it's really nice to know that like this thing that we make uh, has such personal moments in people's lives. You know, it's a, uh, it's, it's very moving. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. hit me too. I wasn't expecting that. That's nice to know. Right. I mean, like yeah. that's, I think that's a big part of like why we, why we share these passions uh, for one, because it's really about sort of creating this community. We've we've said it on the podcast before, but it's like there's not a lot of people you can talk to this stuff about with passion yeah. and enthusiasm, you know. So it's it's we really appreciate the community that that you guys and are a part of. It's a very special thing. I, I I'm stoked about it. Yeah. Awesome. Stoked about it. Stoked. Right. I'm psyched, man. Super Woo! pitted on well, it, dude. Yeah. Psyched. Uh, it's tubular, dude. Bumped that you're sad, but psyched <laughs> that you love the show. Uh, uh, Grace, you want to kick off uh, the L Files bag? Uh, as we're getting into the spooky stuff. You got a letter there. Why don't you, why don't you read your first letter for everybody? Yeah, allow me to. Um, oh, beautiful dress, by the way. Very stylish. It's yeah. a shirt, but thank you. Oh, well, um, I, I just my reading glasses. I thought it was on. like an Oscar gown. It's sparkly. <laughs> yeah, it's this is from Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> and I'm wearing it to the Oscars this year. Um no. Anyway. So uh this do we oh, okay. This L files comes from Kate from Texas. And um they say, Hello. Last week I was in the living room with my husband and our four-year-old. We read an article about redistricting the school zones in our area. So I pulled up the maps app on my phone to see where this new school would be and in sorry i'm sorry hold on one second so i pulled up the maps app on my phone to see where the new school would be and in we were in the boundaries suddenly i heard a loud high-pitched noise in my ears my husband and child didn't hear it but i could see the concern concern on their faces as i was holding my ears it was so loud i couldn't really hear anything else then the sound stopped, and I couldn't hear what sounded like a busy restaurant in this kitchen area of the place. I could hear pots clanking, loud, lots of shouting and talking, but couldn't make out what they were saying. It was muffled, but sounded familiar. Oh, sounded similar to the noises I would hear on a Saturday night at a busy restaurant I worked at in my early 20s. Just shouting orders, who is plating that, what needs to be done, and just constant noises from cooking, but again, all muffled, so sounding... I'm sorry. There's like a couple typos in this one. No worries. Um, again, all muffled. So sounded like gibberish. Um, it's just the closest thing I can describe. The noise as possibly coming from um, M period. <laughs> then the loud high pitched sound came back and slowly faded away. I closed out the app and it was gone. Do you think this was a weird signal from satellites because I was using a map app or some weird jump to my days as a waitress? I can't figure it out and only 
I heard it. Have you guys ever heard of such a thing? I can't find anything from Google, Google searches and hoping <laughs> you might know of a story of something like this happening. That's really interesting because actually Riley and I were just talking about a similar thing mm-hmm. a, couple, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I was not very good at reading that, but basically I collect from that story that she was on an app and then she heard some maybe like tinnitus type of sound and well, and she doesn't really know it sounds like the tinnitus crescendoed into the sounds of a busy Hell. restaurant <laughs> yeah right and i don't think that's a side effect of google maps yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> totally. so accurate yeah. yeah i mean i guess what i what what i'm not sure uh and i've got the letter here so i'm reading it too um it sounded like it wasn't coming from the phone it was in her, yeah, in her ear mind. it was yeah. in, her in her head in her mind Mind's yeah eye. right so what what were you guys talking about grace and riley um well we were talking about uh energy attacks um do you want to explain what those are riley oh i wasn't even thinking about that but that is interesting yeah there's been that's uh, what i was thinking of that's what i first thought of there has been this uh there's talk of this this weapon that's like an energy attack weapon and it's been used apparently you guys know about this it's been sure. used apparently mm-hmm. on like spies and operatives and stuff and it's a uh, i think it's based on a microwave beam like a, f- a focused high power microwave beam and it causes uh yeah like audio hallucinations and uh vomiting and nausea and all this stuff but um unless this person's a spy or spy adjacent hopefully it Kate, was a, a microwave a spy? attack hopefully now Kate, <laughs> but, uh, I yeah. You have to tell us if you're a spy. You might have a microwave pointed at your head. I mean, <laughs> I think that sound though. Like I've heard that sound. I, I've told Grace oh, yeah. about this. Like I used to hear yeah, that sound you, when yeah. I was a kid. Like mm. it's like all these voices all going at the same time, and it's like somehow like really loud, but also painfully silent at the same time i used to get this thing i'd get like this weird feeling and then it would come on and i'd hear that when i was a kid it was scary and then it would go away and i like thought i was crazy but i'm not hopefully uh but yeah so and it went away when i got older but when she was describing that i was like yeah that would be a way to describe it um i think the closest representation i've ever heard of that sound is in 2001 you know, like when mm. they come up on the monolith and you hear all those voices from the choir kind of all going at the same time and there's kind of yeah. like right. a high pitch ringing attached to it like mm-hmm. so i don't know like grace and i've talked about this too like what is that sound yeah. like what are you hearing is like maybe you're I, hearing yeah yeah you go you i go. felt something similar to that before it, it will happen um when i'm like just about to fall asleep and it's like uh it to me in my mind i feel like it's like like I don't think it's literally radio waves, but it sounds like radio waves. It'll be like thoughts from my day or something like that. But then it's like, then I'll hear voices that aren't even like people that I know. And they'll be having conversations about shit that I don't even, and then, and like, then I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep. But then I'm like, wait, what, what just happened? It's like an auditory hallucination or something. Yeah. I do that. <clears throat> I've done that. I do that a yeah. lot where I'm falling asleep and I start auditory dreaming before yeah. I visually dream. Totally. That's definitely I've done. I that. was just going to say that sounds very much to me like what it could be. And I, I, I think it's some sort of, you know, uh, chemically induced, uh, like your pineal gland produces. No, it's, uh, you're on, you're on a personal, this is a problem. Yeah. You should have up school zones districting. Bryce, Bryce is on a personal mission ever since he revealed part of his secret, uh, life as a (laughs) natural DMT producer. Like this is your on, yeah. 
I think, you know, look, our pineal gland produces melatonin as well as serotonin and dimethyltryptamine. And 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 who's to say that it perhaps she might have been really tired? And Michael, like you said, yeah. you know, what could have happened is, you know, a, a dream star a dream structure started to create itself, and within that came the auditory uh sounds along with it. Perhaps you know, had she gone into that deep sleep, she might have had a dream about her waitressing days or something like that, or those familiar mm. sounds. But it sounds like it bleed, it bled right over into her into her waking world. Uh, it's not, it, it's crazy, but it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. I got, yeah. I got a whole other take on this because mm. uh, I have specifically heard this before. I've I've probably told this on the show before, but it's been a while. When I was in London uh, in college, I stayed in a flat that was above an empty pub that was being refurbished. And we were all excited when we moved in at the beginning of the semester because we we're like, a pub is going to open downstairs from us. This is perfect. And the pub was called Positively 4th Street. And to get to our flat door, we had to walk through an old carriage tunnel and to the left, as you're walking wow. through, was the windows of the empty pub. And the the bummer is it never opened. It never got finished before uh, our semester was over. So that was a bummer. But don't worry. It. Plenty of places to drink in London. <laughs> so we were, right. trust us, we were fine. Yeah, you got drunk. Um, yeah. yeah, we got drunk. Yeah. We had lots we of got, hash. We, got we were okay. <laughs> we were, we were okay. Um, so got a little too comfortable with public urination that year. Uh <laughs> But uh, but one time uh, over the course of that semester, my my buddy was backpacking through Europe and stayed with us. And we were we had gone out and we were coming home from the pubs and we were chit chatting, talking about stuff. And as we entered the old carriage uh, tunnel to walk up to my flat door, uh, the door to the flat, we as soon as we entered the tunnel, suddenly we heard all the noises that this listener, Kate, just described. Busy, full wow. restaurant, voices, clanking dishes, the murmur uh, of of uh, just like a set picture a pub mm. on a Saturday night, just full yeah, yeah. of people. Um, a little bit of music in the background. And it was so natural that we didn't even notice it because we'd passed yeah. by, you know, 10 or 12 pubs on the way home. We didn't even notice that we were hearing it until we got to the end of the tunnel, stepped out of the tunnel, and it suddenly stopped. Wow. And Eric looked at me. I looked at him, and he goes, did you just fucking hear that? I was like, yeah. And he goes, the pub full of people that we just passed? And I go, yes. And we walked back into the tunnel, and you couldn't hear anything. Mm, so wow. I think oh, that wow. there – I what my question would be for Kate is, where were you when this happened? She said the mm. living room, but – Maybe your house is on what used to be uh, a restaurant or some commercial mm. zone or something, or that the if it's an old house, maybe the kitchen used to be maybe it was a boarding house and there were people there. I don't know, and maybe maybe it's a coincidence that it happened when you were. It, it's also funny that it happened when you were looking up um, redistricting, redistricting yeah. <clears throat> and boundaries. So there was something about the layout yeah. of the land. I just maybe thought of a term I like. What if it's like? Auditory ghost. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. We yeah. see ghosts. Why can't we hear ghosts? You know, just what I mean? a little yeah. playback from from yeah, back in playback, time. Little residual yeah. sound. And that's yeah. more and my it, take on it. Not and not necessarily that it's like the voices of people who have lived and died, but like that right. it's like this like universal subconscious, mm -hmm. like this chattering kind of 
ether yeah. of of awareness that's like if sometimes just like skipping through radio frequencies like your brain can just click into it and you hear mm-hmm. this background noise that's there all the time like all these minds on earth all thinking all at the same time like there's got to be some kind of connective yeah hive tissue to that yeah, yeah. How, how great yeah. of a movie would that be like a sci-fi movie where somebody could just tuner his brain like and just click into different realities and uh oh yeah yeah that would be pretty sweet Radio man. It, yeah. Radio, Radio man, Radio man, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bryce and Grace, the dynamic right? Yeah, do yeah. Well. There we go. We'll there do go. it. All right, uh, Bryce. Why don't you read us your first story of the night? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Hello, Bryce, Michael, Riley, and Grace. Side note: I have sent this story, but I think it might have been a little long ago, so this is revised to be a little shorter and more concise. About five years ago, I was driving home late one night from my friend's house. There's a particular stretch of the road that every time I drove through, it felt especially ominous, but I really didn't know why. I was driving through the area, and in my headlights, I caught what I thought at first was a shadow of something in my headlights on the left side of the road. I slowed down, thinking it might be an animal. The black mass moved into the opposite lane. Calm down, Bryce. It wasn't Bigfoot. Okay, that's what I was thinking. As I was trying to figure out what I was looking at, I came to a rolling stop off on a small shoulder of the road. I watched as it moved across the road toward an area that was near a pond in the field past the fence. I got out of my car to see if I could see it in the field or in the bushes. A dark, cold feeling came over me, and I felt something was standing behind me. I turned around there in my headlights stood a very tall cloaked figure it appeared to be facing me and i heard a voice that i wish i could erase from memory say leave light bringer to this day i really have no hard theories as why it called me quote light bringer a deep sense of fear rushed over me and because this had not been my first encounter with something like this okay i fought the urge to run and stood tall and said very sternly, No, I am not leaving. Why are you here? It extended its arm and pointed a long, thin finger towards the no. pond that was in the field. This is As some I Charles Dickens pond. <laughs> I know. I know. Bryce is so good. As I looked at the pond, this overwhelming sense of sadness, fear, and anguish came over me, and my head felt like it was submerged in water. It felt as if I was drowning in water. I finally broke out of the hold it had on me. I turned to face the entity, but it was gone. A few days later, I confided in my friend what had happened. I told her what part of the road had happened on and the pond in the field. She told me that over the last few years that two people had been murdered, possibly more, and their bodies had been pulled from the pond. I believe what happened is there is a beacon for dark spirits or demonic entities, and they are feeding off the pain, anguish, and other negative things that came from that area. Anyway, that's one of my other experiences. Let me know if you want me to send you any more in the future. I don't want to bug you with them. Will. Will? Well, thank you, Will. You're not bugging anybody with these stories. Another, Send what you got, man. I believe Will mm-hmm. also sent us in the story uh, many episodes ago about a very haunted cabin in the woods. Oh, uh, wow. Will, 
I, I don't know. I think you got to talk to a paranormal expert because you might be a conduit, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Creepy Away story. with you, Lightbringer. Yeah, get that finger out of my uh, face. Yeah, Sorry. He, he's like, this is for dark creeps, okay? Yeah. We can't have any people who aren't into murder over here. Yeah, you know, Will was literally like, "Screw you! I'm staying. <laughs> I'm staying and bringing the light. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring this I'm light, bring girl. It on. <laughs> you know, I, I I've always been sort of fascinated with the idea. So the, you know, the Gnostics had this idea that that this world is a is a false reality, and that and that a demiurge or a, a false god created it, and that and that these fallen angels, these Subversives called archons uh, feed off. Are you making this up on is this? The spot? Are you pitching no. a graphic novel? <laughs> no, series? I'm dead serious. This is part of Radio Man's mythology. I'm, I'm, this is a backstory. I'm dead, yeah. I'm Radio Man versus yeah. the archons. Look up, look up archon, A R C H O N, and the Gnostics, and they felt that the archons fed off of negative emotion and dark energy and fear. And uh, and that's how they they gained power, almost like a battery. So, oh yeah, they look um, like uh, this isn't yeah the Gnostics. This looks like uh, an HR Giger creature. It's very mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I will but, not be looking that up. That right, scare right. the crap out of me. But, Hard pass uh, for Grace. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always, I've always been fascinated with sort of that 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 Gnostic philosophy that that this whole world is 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 a prison like environment, and that the you know the the ruler over it is they call it the demiurge, which is just like uh, th- this the the god that we think is the god that created everything is actually the false god, and uh, and mm. and there's something higher above that. I think that's sort of it in a nutshell. Uh, now we're getting into Philip K. Dick territory. He totally. was into the Gnostic stuff, and yeah, yeah, uh, his dark materials, a little bit of that. Yeah, and, and Gnostic uh, is just, I think, it's Latin for knowledge. It's it's having that that divine knowledge of the of the truth. You know, I, I'll never forget when my I made my mom so upset because I was like, Mom, I was like probably in middle school. I was like, okay. Let's say all these guys in the Bible talked to God when they heard these voices from God. How do we know that God was the real God? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How? Why couldn't it just be someone who got on the phone and tricked people into thinking he was God, but really it was somebody who wasn't supposed to be doing that? I said, mm. just because someone calls you on the phone doesn't mean they invented the telephone, Mom. That was my right. example. <laughs> Right. My mom was so annoyed with me, A, because I think she never thought of that before. And then she was like, <laughs> she was like, no, just no, just no, that's not right. You're wrong. And I was right. like, and then later I was like, oh, I think maybe I'm a, a natural Gnostic. You're like, don't overthink the Bible. It is what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Bible is perfect and it makes perfect sense. It's like, no. The real question is, though, what did we do to uh, end up in this uh, mind prison planet then? Why are we here if that's the case? It's the Black Lodge. We're all trapped. Simulation theory? Yeah. Well, it's like. I I think it's to to overcome the. to to find out for yourself the truth, you know? Mm -hmm. And another. Going even further, the the whole idea, too, and I've always. I always thought this was pretty interesting, is that. You know, the the serpent in the Garden of Eden represented the the real force of creation, and it was allowing the human endeavor to sort of take place by offering what? Pastor Bryce. I am so here for that. I'm with you. 
Yeah. Hail yeah. Pastor Bryce so, is... It kind of just flips everything. Yeah. It's it, it's, it's really just everything is a reverse, you know? So, mm-hmm. but it's pretty... Yeah. It's cool. No, Bryce, women are evil, and they cause the fall of man. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks, girls. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Right, it's all your fault, because right. well, we can't thought, control our know they were going to eat that apple? I mean, <laughs> come on. He's, he knows everything. Uh, I feel like this is like a very heavy L files already. Um, this is what you get for having Grace on. It's like we're gonna yeah. hang out. Yeah, yeah, Princess of yeah. Darkness. Uh, uh, Riley, Princess of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got for us? Read us your first letter, there, my friend. All right. Hello, all. Here's my personal story of high strangeness. Let me take you back to 2003. I'm a 17 year old theater nerd attending a musical theater academy for high school in oh, Southern baby, California. Baby. Oh baby, baby! It's at the top Spears. of the charts. Yeah, 2003, right? This oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Harris Hilton's oh. party in clubs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. Michael's turn to sing yeah. Britney Spears. It's every episode. There's a yeah. Spears break. Britney Spears intermission. Hashtag Go free ahead. Britney. Theater nerd. Uh, I should have been like uh, singing Rent. Uh, you know. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, you hit the era. I think you nailed the era. Five hundred twenty-five. Guys, I'm never going to get to this <laughs> That's how long it'll take me to finish this letter. <laughs> um, okay. I was in a costume design class, and I was really enjoying it. The only issue is that the classroom and the costume storage rooms were located in what we lovingly called the dungeon. Our school was over 100 years old, even back in 2003. The dungeon was below the stage, and part of the school... Wow, in Southern California? What school is that? That's crazy. Um... Anyways, uh, the dungeon was below the stage, and part of the school was the size of a city blocks. It was dark, damp, and dripping with asbestos. There were two entry points on opposite sides of the dungeon, old creaking staircases. My best friend and I went down there for some reason and split up to find whatever we were looking for. To make out. Yeah, I was like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And smoke some weed. Let's go go get those Elizabethan-era pantaloons. Yeah, now you're talking. You can't find them. That's why everyone does theater. It's just for those pantaloons. Uh, Okay, five minutes minutes passed, and we are nowhere near each other anymore. We couldn't hear each other. I walk near the second staircase, and all of a sudden, I feel wind come down the stairs, followed by a sense of dread. Instantly, I start screaming and run toward my friend, the breeze chasing behind me. As I turn drama. a corner, yeah, <laughs> drama. As I turn a corner, I see my friend screaming and running toward me. We book it up the main staircase and slam the door behind us. Once topside, we find out we had the same experience: a gust of wind followed by feelings of panic and dread. About a month later, the school was putting up a production of the musical Secret Garden. You got anything, any secret garden for us, Michael? I don't know a secret garden. The night before opening, I had a very vivid dream. This was Uh, strange. Come to my garden. I think that is one. (laughs) 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 All right. Very vivid dream. This was strange as I rarely remember my dreams, but this dream felt like a premonition. My dream was that the show was about to start. Music was playing, and I'm told the lead, the cute and most popular boy in school, had lost his hat, and I needed to go down to the dungeon to get him a new one, and I had about three minutes. I run down to the dungeon, grab a hat on my way out, and I am grabbed and attacked. That's when I woke up. At school the next day, I tell everyone about this dream. It felt so real. Fast forward through a day in musical theater high school, tap dance class, singing class, math for creatives, monologues, and you. And now we are in the theater and the show's about to start. Can you guess who lost their hat? 
My dream is now coming true. I'm terrified. But the show must go on. Her pants. Yeah, seriously. I grab my best friend, same friend, and we run down to the dungeon, both petrified. (laughs) We grab the hat and turn to leave, and then, bang! No less than four costume racks collapse and fall to the floor. Damn, this is crazy, honestly. That's when we ran like we've never ran before. No looking back. <laughs> we got the hat on the head of the high school hottie just in time. But it took high hours. Yeah, this is great. Okay, right. This is, that's just for you, Michael. You got the horny teens and everything. Uh, but it took hours for our adrenaline levels to even out. Of course, our theater was haunted. What theater isn't? But our ghost, George, was really aggressive and evil. Well, that's it. Thanks for the podcast. Hey. You're just gonna int- <laughs> Kristen. Kristen, you're just Kristen. gonna introduce George, the name of the ghost, at the very end of the letter. George. Anyways, that's George for you. This, I love this. This is uh, this is ninety percent high school theater drama and ten percent wind. Like, <laughs> like that's what this is. And then like one crazy, like what one dream. The dream thing's fun and it's it's interesting, but. I just I I this brings back so many memories. I I love this. This yeah. is great. Theater I fun. love when they leave the I, I I immediately think of when the Ghostbusters leave the New York library after seeing the go when they're running <laughs> yeah. out of the uh, out of the dungeon. Uh that's so great, man. That's yeah, it sounds like there's something that li- uh, lives in that dungeon, man. Mm-hmm. That's not just happenstance. There's a ghost down there. There's a ghost down there and dreams are portals to alternate realities. Ah. Uh. And all high school theater theaters are, are haunted. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh my god! I just kept yeah. picturing uh, this this writer and her friend as the girls from Pen Fifteen. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I love that. Like for sure. So yeah. excited and freaked out. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. George, stop knocking over the costumes. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for more Elf Files with our guest Grace Mitchell. Woo. All right, it's time for more listener files uh, from you, our dear listeners. Um, I'm going to kick this one off. Let's do this one. Happy strangeness, Michael Bryce Riley, and most likely Jen Kirkman, but maybe Adela Levine. So close. It's Grace Mitchell. The other girl. (laughs) The third girl that's ever been on the show. The other of the three girls. Yeah, the other of the three girls. Uh, Um. Back in the mid-70s, my father's youngest brother, Juan, was to be married in a small town just outside of Mexico City, and my parents had plans to go be part of the festivities. Tio Juan was the youngest of four brothers and the only son to be married after his father had passed a couple of years earlier. About three weeks before the wedding, my mother received an invitation in the mail for a party of some type here in Los Angeles, which would be taking place on the same date as the wedding. Now, my mom, being British, believed that it was proper to write a letter back to the L.A. party stating why she couldn't go. I sat at the kitchen table with her as she wrote, and then she said, Oh, look what I did. Instead of writing what I what would be your uncle's uh, that I would be at your uncle's wedding, I wrote that your father and I would be attending his funeral. <laughs> 
Oh my god. She shook her head while crossing out the word funeral and then wrote wedding. Okay, I'm gonna pause okay, right here. She's mom, a no, new, new, mom, piece of paper. <laughs> new piece of paper, mom. Yeah, Don't start, cross yeah, out new draft. Funeral. New draft. <laughs> start from the start with a fresh sheet. Yeah, like to do list parchment murder. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a few weeks later, she and my dad flew to Mexico where a different uncle picked them up from the airport and drove them the 40 minutes to my grandmother's house. When they arrived, the groom-to-be uh, was downstairs in the bathroom, so my parents decided to take their luggage upstairs, unpack, and get settled in. When they head back downstairs, they were sad to learn that my uncle Juan had left to be with friends for his last night as a bachelor. Early the next morning, my mom was the first person in the house to wake up, and she heard something knocking on the metal front door. Not wanting everyone to be awoken by the noise, she went to see what was there. Upon doing so, she was confronted by a small, elderly, peasant-looking woman who in Spanish told my mom, the child is living with the father. My mom was confused because there were no children living in the house and told the woman that she must be at the wrong house. She only repeated the words, the child is with the father, then turned and began to walk away. My mom closed the door just as one of my relatives was coming down the stairs and asked who was at the door. My mom explained what happened and they opened the door to ask the woman what was happening, but she was gone. They looked down the street and there was no sign of her. A few hours later, there was another knock at the door, but this time when they opened it, there was a policeman standing in front of them. He said that there was a car accident during the night and someone needed to go to identify the body. My (sighs) parents went with the police officer and confirmed that it was indeed my T.O. Juan who had died in the accident. Back then, the freeway was driving, uh, uh, he was driving on, had no emergency lanes, and a truck had broken down with no safe place to be in the middle of, uh, to be in the middle of, the, uh, no safe place to be in the middle of, to be in the middle of the road, no hazard lights flashing. My uncle was driving full speed and plowed into the back of the truck, killing Damn. him instantly sometime after midnight on the day he was supposed to be married. Two days later, my parents attended his funeral as my mother had predicted in the letter. My mom was quite sensitive to spirits and and unknowingly having predictions, uh, uh, predictions, as was her uncle, my sister, and myself. But I'll save those stories for future episodes. I love your show and can't wait for when the time comes for another live show. Your third biggest fan, Manuel. And I know this, Manuel. We've worked together... uh, on uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and True Blood. Manuel, you never told me that story. That is wild and that's so sad. Crazy. Yeah. That is just... Wow. Hey, what a heartbreaking yeah, story. insane. This is the darkest L-Files. Which is. <laughs> At least we got our jokes out up front before we knew about where that was going. <laughs> yeah. So feel bad Man. about that. But- um wild and Manuel's got... Uh, he, he did come to a live show. I can't remember if he spoke... In our live elf files, but he like had these haunted candelabras that were causing some weird stuff in his house recently. Mm. Um, that's a wild story. What do you guys think about that? I is so strange. I need okay, go no, ahead. You go, please. I need clarification on the, the woman um saying that the the father is with the son. Not, was there a, was there a boy I in the think, car? I think I think his father was dead. 
yeah. and she was telling them that the son oh, Tia uh, oh. Tia was now with their fa- with the his father. father. Mm. Wow, that's what I think. Yeah, mm, that's horrible. I, that, that's really sad. There's so many layers to this of of it. First mm-hmm. of all, just being just, uh, just an utterly tragic story. Yeah, of someone dying uh, Tia Wan was the youngest of four brothers and the only son to be married after his father had passed a couple of years. Mm, okay, earlier. yeah, okay, yeah. Mm. yeah. But then the oh, I mean the premonition from the mother and then the messenger showing up the spirit messenger i mean this is yeah do we think that that woman was a um maybe like a not a real uh human being or corporeal form yeah i don't know yeah who knows maybe or or maybe been another woman who was sensitive who's you know just picking Mm -hmm. up on those vibes Mm -hmm. yeah that's spooky and sad and scary that is wild manuel if you're holding out, give us more stories, please. God, All that's right. like that's like that stuff, like you know, almost like you know, before you come to this planet and your soul's like, okay, I'm gonna go back down to Earth. Unfortunately, you know, I got some good news and some bad news. You're gonna have a great life, great family, but you know, you're gonna pass away on the day you were the day before you're supposed to get married. Party. Yeah, it's just like some dumb oh, truck man. stopped in the road. That's how many stories are like that exist out there? Just like mm-hmm. it, yeah. that's anyway. Thank you for sending this that, Manuel. Is the darkest elf as we've ever done. <laughs> it's interesting too, though. Like Michael, you've known him for years now, and and uh, you know the the, the deeper spiritual and paranormal layers that we all have is you know when you start talking about this and then it just keeps yeah this is out, like you know? not yeah. something you really talk around the craft service table i guess so <laughs> yeah. we are all one of your oh people yeah you one talk about it to thousands of strangers yeah. on the internet yeah and one of your colleagues <laughs> just has to start a paranormal podcast uh grace why don't you send us uh the next letter okay all right this letter is from santi um she's from Patreon, he, I she, believe. Oh, he, sorry. Santander? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hi, BCC. I heard you guys were looking for listener stories. I have plenty. Here's one. While living in a foreign country as a kid, I was brought to a mountaintop lake to get baptized. By which doctors? I was about five to six years old. As far as I understood, it was a Roman Catholic baptism, but in retrospect, there were no priests or anything indicating it was by a church. We took a trip through the rainforest, up the mountains, across an Indiana Jones-worthy wooden plank bridge that o- that's over a waterfall to get to a lake somewhere in the mountaintop. Love wow. this. I was with my mom and six other people that were presumably witch doctors slash shamans because they were all dressed in ceremonial tribal attire. I distinctly remember one of the witch doctors taking my hand to go to the middle of a shallow lake while my mom and the five other people were praying on the shoreline. The witch doctor I was with started chanting in a language I didn't recognize despite knowing the local language, and then she submerged me a few times in the water. Now, here's the weird part. The first time I resurfaced a a bit (laughs) here's 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 the weird part part. (laughs) (laughs) well i don't want to be insensitive maybe this is not weird in their culture but to me it's weird the first time i resurfaced a bit panic i a bit panicked and gasping gasping for air i instinctively looked to my mom as a kid would i saw her clearly as the sun was still up but the five other people with her did not look human they looked like humanoids made of amorphous globs of static and shadow i saw them every time i surfaced 
it looked like they were either on fire or had waving tendrils. The skeptic in me thinks that maybe I hallucinated during the baptism, but I vividly remember seeing these entities. Mind you, though I remember some panic, it wasn't like I was getting drowned. It was actually very gentle. I remember getting back to shore just fine, though I don't remember what happened afterwards. Being more scientific-minded as an adult, I don't really think on it much, but it was definitely a surreal experience. I still encounter these entities every now and then, and they're always in fives. Keep up the amazing work. Love the podcast. Santi. Wow. Okay, I I just want to, before we get into this, I want to apologize it's not my place to assign gender to anybody that I don't yeah, know. Yeah, me too. I, so yeah, I'll say I'm that. I'm sorry. Well. Yeah. That I, I, I thought they. I don't I don't know how Santander identifies because uh we've only spoken over Patreon. So I apologize, Santander. I and also made that mistake. I, I second that apology. Binary. Um static That's one of my favorite letters blobs. we've ever yeah. gotten. I think that fucking red Indiana Jones, Witch so cool. Doctor Baptism. Mm-hmm. Uh, also very people, the fire people, fucking awesome. Yeah, he wrote that great, like really funny, good descriptions. Yeah, got a lot of visuals. Love that. Have you tried uh, lifting your fridge with the force? Because I, I, you probably have some sort of special powers, special untapped powers you just don't know about or haven't used yet. Yeah, that's a head start for sure. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what he thinks that the amorphous they creatures think. are. I don't know. They think. You oh guys. my god. I know. It's sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, it's what they actually think. don't know. But it's whatever. Yeah, we we're, don't know. Cool, right? It's okay. But I want to know what they think what the amorphous creatures are because they were like uh yeah they were there but i don't know what they are like what what is was it the witch doctors like shamans like becoming their connected form is that that's what i because that's what i pictured in my head what do you guys think that they were they look like humanoids made of amorphous globs of static and shadow i saw them every time i surfaced it looked like uh they were either on fire or had waving tendrils yeah. I don't know. I think you were in touch with something yeah, you were spiritual in the spirit world. there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is like you were you were seeing uh, the spirit aspect of that in a very spiritual moment. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. And 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 and, and Santi, if you weren't literally, you were symbolically, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you. Yeah. I think the ritual is doing its thing. Mm-hmm. It, it is so strange I, because I mean that, do, that. I mean, it does sound like a baptism. I mean, you still know. encounter these entity. I still encounter these entities every now and then, and they're always in five. So that that's like a. Those are some spirit guides or something. I yeah, think. yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I was just listening to an episode of Duncan Trussell where he had Jessa Reed on, and I don't know if you guys know her, the, the comedian. Mm-mm. She's real trippy and very cool. It's a fun episode, but they started talking about something that I feel like you've talked on the podcast about before about the many uh, split dimensions or layers to like our reality that you can like tap into via like light work or drug hallucinogenics, like that that we live in this like baseline reality, but then you can tap into other realities. Sure. And I wonder like if maybe in his kind of like with the spiritual energy and going through like the 
ceremony that maybe he now tapped into like a level of reality that is not visually observable but like spiritually yeah i think reality is like an onion and i think we can see layers on top or below us i don't know yeah i agree i think that's 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 the word though ceremonial and it sounds like whatever he uh they experienced it was very ritualistic and through ritual we can we can sort of peel back those layers of onions and uh because otherwise what's the point of the ritual ritual is yeah exactly what's the point you know, it's not, it gets closer to the spiritual uh, realm. Riley, didn't you say that Trippy. you have experienced the multi-layers to reality on GMT? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm becoming like a cartoon character. <laughs> like, hey, man, we live in a spiritual <laughs> continuum. <laughs> but like, check out this cryptocurrency, yeah, no, bro. Yeah, yeah. but, but honestly, I did. Like, no, that's that's absolutely yeah. accurate. And yes, that's true. So, you know. yeah. Riley's not really shared those stories on the show. I yet. have, that's too. Been, I talked with uh, Eric Edelstein. Yeah, 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 it's a little bit. Okay, all right, all right. Come on. I was Go back to, to that. It was a great episode. All right. Fair All enough. I gotta fair say enough. is, lucky you. That sounds yeah, radical. Lucky you, whatever Santi. you experienced. Uh, Seriously. Okay. Yeah. Bryce, what do you okay. got for us? Let's do it. Here we go. Hey, Michael Bryce, Riley, and guest Grace Mitchell. I mentioned this in a comment on the Patreon this week. P.S. New to, uh, to the new listeners, the BCC patron subscription is completely worth joining. But I figured I'd elaborate in a listener story email. I gave birth to my first and only baby in 2019. She's 20 months old now, and she's given me a deeper connection to the other side ever since she was conceived. While I was pregnant, I had dreams of my deceased Aunt Carol visiting me with a little girl. I don't know or recognize the little girl, but Carol would tell me, I'll watch over her until she's ready to bond. When the midwife placed my baby on my chest after delivery, it became very clear to me that the little girl in my dreams was my daughter. Aww. Aunt Carol was my favorite member of my extended family. She acted as a grandmother to my sisters and I while we were growing up in Northern California. As she and her husband, Uncle Bill, were the only relative that was within a thousand mile radius of us. Uh, radius of us. We spent the weekends at her house in Palo Alto, and I thought Carol was the most interesting lady. She had a house full of beautiful Native American art and pottery, as well as a big, beautiful seashells from all of her road trips over the years. Uncle Bill worked at uh, Stanford University in the 70s and 80s at the Stanford Linear Accelerator Center. Oh, wow. Uh, Particle Collider, sounds like. The research laboratory devoted to the experimental and theoretical research in particle physics. Uh, Carol made a point to have LSD trips once every five years in her adult life. And I mean, Carol. Carol, you are cool. Just got yeah. back from some uh, particle smashing. I think I'm ready for some uh, an acid trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Which rubbed a lot every off my years. which rubbed a lot of my family wrong. But she okay. seemed to know a lot by the time she passed away and lived a really well-rounded life. I was so sad that she died before I had kids because she was a big role model to me. After my daughter was born, we bought a wall-mounted camera and cordless monitor that we could carry around the house to see what she was up to in her crib after we put her to bed. We've literally looked at this crib camera multiple times every day for the last 20 months, and I've only seen an orb on it once about eight months ago. But last week... I took a late night run to the grocery store after we put the baby down for the night. 
my husband, who is the ever stalwart skeptic in our relationship, sent me this very uncharacteristic text while I was out. Text. I can't believe I'm typing this, but there was an orb on the baby camera's monitor. It kept hovering over her bed for at least 30 seconds. I couldn't stop looking, and as soon as it went out of frame, the baby woke up and started babbling at something or someone in the corner out of frame. I'm fucking boggled. I texted I'm fucking boggled. What a fun thing to yeah. write in a text. I'm yeah. fucking boggled. I'm fucking boggled. <laughs> I texted back, OMG, someone is visiting her. He said she sounded really happy and content, so he didn't want to go in and startle her or end the encounter since she seemed to be enjoying it. In honesty, I think he was too scared to open the door and see what was going on. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. When I got home from the grocery store, the baby was still awake but was settling back down. She slept through the night every night since she was born, so a random wake-up like that was really unusual regardless of the orb. I like to think it was Aunt Carol stopping by to check in and see how our daughter is liking this whole human experience so far. My husband said, all of these podcasts we listen to finally have me believing in orbs. Thank you. (laughs) We've done our job. (laughs) Looks like the BCC has brought over one more believer. Thanks for all the great work. Kisses. Wow. Well, Whoa. there you go. Wow. Uh, thank you, whoever wrote that letter. It wasn't signed, but God bless it. That's an amazing story. It yeah. was your Aunt Carol visiting that baby, mm-hmm. and orbs mm-hmm. do exist, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and, you're, and you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Petition to make baby monitors less scary. Have you guys ever seen a baby monitor? It's I mean, it is like a horrifying image. Miniature horror movie. Yeah. That did you ever see the, did you ever literally a nightmare? Do you ever see the video where the baby climbs up to the edge and is like this, oh. and like something's like holding the no, baby? No, I'm good. And baby, no, I haven't seen that, and yeah. I have no desire to. Just thank like, you for putting that image in my mind. Oh I don't. I wish I could erase it. Yeah. No. It was holy creepy. shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're scary. Wow. They really are. That's crazy. Yeah. Wild. Wild. I love it. It's great. Um, yeah, that was from uh listener Abby. So thank you, listener. Oh, thank you, Abby. Thanks, Abby. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful um, letter. Incredible. Oh, it was great. Um yeah, I mean, I have no no notes. No <laughs> notes. Ghosts are real. That was that girl. I mean, I think Aunt we can move yeah. on. Aunt yeah. cool. No notes. And, uh, and she learned some shit. Form. She learned some shit on those LSD trips. She's like, I know how to cross back over once I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, and also to your husband, skeptics make the best believers. So that's true. You know, that's oh, great. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great. Did you make that I up? I did just now? now. Yeah. That really wow, good. That was I like, like that. amazing. I mean, that might that's have to be quote. a t-shirt. That's a good t-shirt. Right. That's actually really a really good t-shirt idea. Make the best yeah. believers. Oh. I love it. Yeah. Really landed that idea. All right. Cool. Yeah. Good job. Riley, you're so prophetic. Well, Riley. Let's see if you can land the episode. We have one more letter. I thought we'd end it on a light note tonight. All right, so cool. So here we go. Hey, guys. Woke up from a weird dream. I'd gotten <laughs> Mike and Bryce. I love that people just write to us from that, just for starters. But uh, I'd gotten Mike and Bryce to help with a presentation at an assembly for a local high school. I had a throat <laughs> injury and couldn't talk, and you guys graciously agreed to help me. You guys showed up dressed as Banshee and Wolverine from the X-Men. Mike is Banshee, Bryce is Wolverine. Well cast, Dream. That's a well cast Dream right there. I'm I'm absolutely the loudest X-Men. That is my... Oh my god, this this gets better. The presentation was to be on James Joyce's Ulysses. Oh wow. 
You guys focus the discussion on Leopold Bloom's use of ayahuasca. Bryce then lit a cigar to stay in character. You guys talked about the beneficial use of ayahuasca and other mind-expanding drugs, and I wondered if we'd get into trouble for encouraging high schoolers to take drugs. But we never did. (laughs) Dreams are so weird. Anyway, keep up the great work. Martin from Weed. Wow. Of course Martin lives in Weed. Yeah, you know Martin lives in Weed. Awesome. Oh, from Weed, California. Yeah. Wow. California. Cool. Wait, I love that image. You guys as X-Men telling an auditorium yeah. of high schoolers about the wonders of ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> this is why this is why the X-Men are hated and feared. So good. The students are just and like, what the fuck? Honestly, is this that could, the likelihood of that happening is actually it's like quite within high. Within the realm so of possibility like, that yeah, this dream yeah. was, this was a prophecy and it I will be foretold. I included this because this might actually happen in the future <laughs> and I wanted it on. Go to a high school. I will yes. dress as Wolverine. Yes. And Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you give us 2,000 we we'll make 2, this. We'll make this Patreon production. subscribers per month. That's we awesome. will we will make this happen. We will go to a high school dressed as the X-Men and present on Iowa. So. In the context of James Joyce's Ulysses. So, oh that's true. God. So it's you know we're gonna academic. have to unpack that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have yeah, to yeah, read it yeah. first. Yeah, same. Oh my I, don't, God. I don't know if Just anyone's ever actually in. completed that book. No, uh, Joseph Campbell. Uh, <clears throat> Grace, final yeah. thoughts on this uh, mailbag tonight. What's the well, one oh, that really yeah. got you thinking? Um, man, all of them actually had me thinking thoughts. I'm thinking thoughts about that story because um, lately I've been thinking a lot about like dream, dream project projections, like what is going on in a dream mm. who are the other people in your dreams and there's a there's a running theory that like dream like people that you project in your dreams are you yep so like in a in theory this guy is thinking about you and Bryce as like projections of himself like maybe maybe he like is using you guys as tools to become better people I don't know. So like that's what I was thinking about that one. I think my probably my favorite story is the Indiana Jones one from yeah. Santi. Yeah. Um cuz because I love that visual. Um yeah. And then Bryce was really scary that story is going to keep me up for for tonight. I'm not going to be able to fall asleep with the <laughs> extendo finger just pointing at the shallow grave. Yeah, that's yeah. creepy. I hate Han. that. No hate thank that. you will. That had me thinking about Men in Black. Mm. Um because yeah yeah anyway, so that's my thoughts yeah nice. totally Great. you know i, I was just gonna say if you're if you're I, I talk about it a lot i feel like i repeat myself but i'm currently reading uh robert robert wagoneer's book about lucid dreaming it's called gateway to the inner self but uh it's he he talks a lot about dream figures and and going beyond the reality of just dream figures and and going behind the lucid dream so mm-hmm, he got really mm-hmm. into it but I think an interesting aspect is that he said, you know, while lucid dreaming, some of these dream figures would fight for their own reality and consciousness. In other words, sometimes he would go, he would become lucid and he'd be like, Hey, you're just a character in my dream. And then they would be like, what are you talking about? And then they're like, I'm dreaming and you're a character. And they would be like, and they would break down some of them. He recalls like breaking down crying because they realized they weren't real. Like some of these dream figures oh. would fight for their own consciousness. It was insane. Oh, and some of them would crazy. act, some of them would act totally out of the realm of expectation uh, mm-hmm. because as a lucid dreamer, you know, usually what you expect to happen does. And some of these dream figures would defy, uh, 
expectation on purpose to like in other words he he started to realize that there there is a there is a content creator uh behind the the dream structure and, and possibly yeah. even some of these dream figures so although a lot of them do represent parts of ourselves filtered in those dreams are are characters who are made by some other person's intelligence uh crazy crazy stuff i believe it uh, i believe fascinating it. careful what you dream kids yeah Yikes. All right. Well, uh, Grace, we don't know where to find uh, static tentacle people, but uh, where can our listeners find you? Um, All over the internet. I am at Grace Mitchell on Twitter, Instagram. You can like my Facebook page. I think I have that. Um, (laughs) My YouTube is Grace Mitchell Music. And I just released a song called Mango. You should go check it out. Stream that bitch. Yep. And um, what else? Like and subscribe. I don't know. <laughs> Smash that <laughs> like kids subscribe. <laughs> Do yep. it. Smash that like. <laughs> and turn on the bell notifications. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and TikTok. I think I have a TikTok too. It's called Great. Fake Sex with three is oy, the oy, E. Oy. It's a Gen Z only situation. Three, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I was going for actually is I really like uh, Phoebe Bridgers' handle used to be fake nudes, mm. and so I stole that idea and made it my TikTok, and it's fake sex. Oh, so like you can go look that up. Yeah, All right, cool. check that out. Uh, follow us at Bigfoot Collectors Club on Instagram at Bigfoot Pod on Twitter. I'm at McMills. On Instagram, please follow me there, uh, Bryce Riley. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. jump. Oh, I, Bryce, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump the gun on you here. Jump in there. Let's get Bryce naked on that jet ski. That's yes. my plug. Yes, make Let's it happen, us. people. One thousand, and it's guys. worth it. I promise. One- me, I promise you, you'll like the Patreon. It's it. We work hard on it. It's good. If you like yeah. the show, you'll like the other side. Less than a cup yeah. of coffee. Come on, people, get on board. Just yeah. imagine <clears throat> Bryce riding off in the distance, bare-assed, into oh, the middle of Shaver Lake oh. on a jet ski, guys. Chef's kid. I actually get mad at how much content you guys make for the Patreon because it means less time with Riley. That's how <laughs> much the Patreon yeah, that's true. gives you. Is yeah. like It actually affects, impedes my Great. life. Yeah. You and my wife should talk. You can start a podcast. stupid fucking They're always on their dumb fucking podcast. And I'm alone, so I'm like, I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm happy. Hey, I have a call to action. Look, I am looking for for, again, uh, I'm looking for your Bigfoot encounters. Oh, if why would that you, be? If you have seen, heard, experienced a Bigfoot encounter or what you think is a Bigfoot encounter in the Pacific Northwestern area, Ooh. I need to hear about it. Please email me at BigfootCollectorsClub at gmail.com. I am collecting encounter stories for something. Maybe. Oh, I think <laughs> our astute listeners might be onto this. Yeah, they've game been down this route. Yeah, they, they know what this is. Uh, but know. I want those stories, so please send them to me, Bryce. Uh, and again, that's Bigfoot Collectors Club at gmail.com. Send me your Sasquatch encounters. <laughs> Do it. All right, guys. We love you. We love Grace. Thanks for being back on the show. You will be at the Jet Thank Ski you. Special once we hit those follower counts on uh on Apple Podcast reviews mm-hmm. and over on the Patreon. Uh, until next week, guys, big show coming up. Summer's just around the corner. Mm-hmm. There might be a big sequel to last year's summer event. So mm-hmm. get yourselves ready. Until then, Club Scouts of All Timelines, good night.
Kisses. It's oh, and oh, yeah. I've... and go get regressed. There it's both. It's both. It's a little bit of both. It's gonna be on the Patreon. All right, bye guys. Bigfoot Collectors Club is produced by Riley Bray. Our theme song is Come Alone by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps get the podcast to more listeners. To support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash Bigfoot Collectors Club and unlock multiple reward episodes every month. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.